with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, my name is Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney, Hello. Matt DeBurs. All right, there's a lot going on here. We're just trying to cat. Nobody should feel sorry for us, but we were no. away all weekend doing our Disney trip, which was absolutely spectacular. We'll talk a little bit about that on this show. And uh, we'll talk Disney. I mean, we can yeah. do some Disney here, right? Yeah, 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 I guess. All right. Yeah, no, I mean, how do you think we did as <laughs> basically first timers to Disneyland? I think you guys did great. I mean, I think that, uh, I mean, Jack, considering she had the challenges of both a a, a, a two-year-old and uh, about a four-year-old. And a 38-year-old uh, that acts four. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, she had her uh, challenges, but you got a lot done in that amount of time. I think that we was did. great. And Matt was, re- like, you were, like, super fast pass guy. You were trying, we'd go, we went as a group uh, to all these different rides, and Matt would be the one you can go on this app and download these fast passes, which basically you don't have to then stand in line. And Matt was all about that, and you were awesome. Like, when it comes to those kind of details, you got into it, and you really helped a lot. But then on uh, was it Sunday night uh, about 6 o'clock when we were about to go on the Cars ride which is truly one of the best rides in the entire planet Matt just decided he'd had enough of Disney I think what the thing was is it was very busy in the park yeah mm-hmm. it was of one it. of their busiest weekends yeah, yeah. and we did no straight lines when you go to yeah. Disney or California Adventure yeah you're zigzagging we had gone to one section of the park yeah and then gone back and yeah. then back to that section of the park and then to another section of the park I had already walked a lot for Matt. Yeah, I for was, Matt. I, I was just played that's out. That's the key. And I think, yeah, I think not everybody approaches it like I do. And we only had a couple of days and we had to get mm-hmm. as much in as possible. And chasing me is exhausting. And Matt just got exhausted. And I said, Matt, and Matt says, I think I'm going back. I said, Matt, this is like one of the best rides. And you said, I'm sure it is, but I'm going home. <laughs> I like, saw the fast pass line it. and it when, was long. When, Matt, I'm like, when Matt's done, he's done. I mean, but yeah. anyway, but overall, I would say. Amazing trip. It was uh, great. Yeah. Go to Disneyland, even if you, especially yeah. if you've never been before and you can go, yeah. do it. Yeah, exactly. I'd like A couple to, days. I'd probably like to go with the winners and host them and, you know, take them. I think you way. would be a good host. I, you know I, that place inside I'd out. I'd love to work there. I don't I, know if you would, because you have to do what Chris wants to do a little bit. Yeah, that's true. I don't I don't have a lot of bending and flexibility in me, but I, I'd love to work there someday. They've got this jungle cruise, which they've had for years, and basically you go on this jungle cruise and you see all these different animals. One and, of the original rides. And, the, uh, and I remember going when I was five years old, and uh, we got on and it was a rainy day at Disneyland. It was with my brother and my mom and dad and we got on and, and we all had the uh, ponchos on because it had been raining so much and this fella said, oh, it's the Saran Wrap family. Sir, I see you brought the uh, old bag with you. And I remember that as one of the funniest things I'd ever heard and that maybe made me want to tell dad jokes at some point in my life. Here you are now making yeah. a living doing it. <laughs> it's a miracle. Anyway, enjoy Catch the- them all on the podcast. <laughs> Woo! This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. A good morning, a mix of sun and cloud today with a high of 10 degrees. Calgarians vote today in a plebiscite on whether or not they want their city to bid on the 2026 Winter Games. Now, the vote isn't binding for Calgary City Council, which has the final say on a bid, but it will heavily influence its decision. More than a dozen search and recovery teams are looking for human remains from the Northern California wildfire that has killed at least 42 people so far. It is, it is saying that the campfire is the deadliest in state history. And sports, the Oilers try and end a four-game losing streak against Montreal at Rogers tonight. And if your diet in uh, has gone out the window with Thanksgiving and Halloween just passed and Christmas on the way, not to worry, you're not alone. In fact, 45% of us are postponing our resolutions to eat clean or lose weight until the new year. Four out of ten of us so far in the last month have eaten so much that we need to lose loosen a button. 
I can confirm. Uh, <laughs> I can confirm, especially after a weekend in Disneyland. These pants yeah. used to be uh, rather big on me. Yeah. Today they fit like a glove. Perfect. Hey. So are you just waiting till the new year now? I don't know. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Well, some sad news. A comic legend who gave generations of kids superheroes to look up to passed away yesterday. Stanley died at the age of 95 in L.A. His pencil was behind some of the most recognizable heroes in comics, from Spider-Man to the Incredible Hulk and the X-Men. Now, later on this hour, we're going to be asking, who is your favorite comic book character? That's coming up in about 30 minutes. All right, and there is a lot of them. Matt's his hundreds. Apparently. Oh, yeah. Stan Lee and his team. Yeah. They've, over the years, I mean, all these superheroes have to fight other supervillains. Right. So lots of supervillains and superheroes. So when you make one, you got to make another one to fight them, right? Basically. Makes complete sense. That's the formula. (laughs) Got it. All right. Rise and shine. Let's get your brains going. It's time for the too early for a question question. Up for grabs. Yeah, in the... Well, just uh, over a week and a bit, the Great Cup's coming to Edmonton, and it's going to be a big game at Commonwealth. There's going to be a big party after that game featuring the Rec Laws at Cook County Saloon. We've got your two tickets to that great party. If you are the first person in Edmonton to answer, well, you could be listening anywhere, but uh, first person to answer the question at 780-421-1039. of us have committed this crime. Almost half of people have committed this crime in their life. I have an idea. Yeah. I'm not going to say it, though. You have, I think I got it. You have definitely. <laughs> you are definitely in this 41%. I guarantee it. So, really? Yeah. For are you? Um, you rebel. I, I'd rather not commit to that at this exact moment. But anyway, maybe. <laughs> yes, I think I'm in this camp as well. Jack. Yeah, she's in this camp, too. What? Yep. <laughs> what no. crime is it? 780-421-1039. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But right now, 780-421-1039 is the number to call. We're looking for the crime that 41% of us have apparently committed. Yes, Steve? Shoplifting. It's not shoplifting. <laughs> That's what I thought at first, too. Yeah. yeah. The, like, call Matt for being a thief. Yeah. Well, well no. you, you know, accidents happen, you know, where you have that extra thing underneath the cart or in the cart. Yeah. You like, completely yeah, like the laptop. Whoa. Whoops. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> These DVDs <laughs> fell into my jacket, sir. <laughs> it's not shoplifting, buddy, but that's a great guess. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Hi, kissing. Hey, I was just wondering if it was uh, using public Wi-Fi. Oh. Is that a crime? <laughs> Indeed it is. It is? Really? Oh. So I'm not right, though, eh? No. So, no. You, so you say, like, leech on to something that you're not supposed to when it comes to Wi-Fi, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. it's not that, but that's a great guess. And Jack uh, apparently has committed that crime just by her reaction. Put me in jail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Austin, what do you think crime of 41% of us co- committed? Uh, I think it's speeding. Oh, that's a great that's guess. 100% of us. Yeah. Especially in this room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not speeding, my friend, but thanks. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. To the too early for a question question so we can move on with our day. we got to get this done first. The question this morning, apparently 41% of us have done, well, this illegal act. What is it? If it's downloaded music or movies. Oh. Illegally? Oh. Illegally. Oh, hi, Miss Napster. Uh, you know what? It's not downloading anything, but thank you very much. Hey, what do you think, Sean? Uh, I'm thinking maybe not claiming everything through customs. You know what? It's not not claiming every, anything through customs, but that's our closest guess so far. Definitely far. close. Along uh, those lines. Let's see if we can get an answer. Hey, Kissin, who's this? Sean. Hey, all right, Sean, what do you think? Littering. Not littering. No. No. 
I don't. People don't litter. I think like they used to. I'm hoping not. Anyway, cause, yeah, don't litter. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen someone. Yeah. All right. Thanks, buddy. All right. Kissing. Who's S? Hello. Hi. Hey, who's S? Steve. What do you think, Steve? Uh, I'm thinking it's urinating in public. <laughs> I like that the clue was for sure Matt's done this. <laughs> for sure, Chris has done this. Oh, yeah. I like to farm pee everywhere. Uh, keep in mind, Steve and everybody else, thanks for the call, that uh, the closest guest we've got so far is not claiming things at customs. This would be a federal offense, okay? Uh, Kissing, who's this? Hi, it's Suzanne. What do you think, Suzanne? I'm thinking uh not declaring cigarettes coming through customs oh interesting hiding your darts yeah you know what it's not the cigarettes yesterday uh, the customs person asked us when we crossed he asked me if i'd brought any cannabis into the country and i said no but i was gonna ask him could i have like now (laughs) wait i just want to (laughs) know yeah Uh, thanks suzanne oh yeah hi kissin who's this it's dylan all right dylan we got to get an answer what is it 41 percent of us have committed this crime uh, is it drinking underage? It's not drinking <laughs> That's underage. That's 100%. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Let's try one more. Hi, Kissin. Who's this? Hello? Hey, who is this? Hey, it's Lori. What do you think? Did you get, did, I think it's cheating on your income tax. You know what? We're <gasps> going to give it to you. Yeah. That's we'll enough. take it. Because ding, ding, ding. it was actually getting paid under the counter, which apparently... Oh. Yeah, so well, that's cheating your income tax. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so that's that, why you're winning. That's why we're giving it to you. You're going to the rec laws at Cook County Saloon. Have you ever cheated on your income tax? I never have. Really? I really have never. You're scared we're recording but, this call. But it's possible that I got paid under the table. That's exactly uh, right. Yes. All right, you're, you're going to Cook County, and uh, hopefully you won't be under the table by the end of the night. Awesome. Thank you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, Lori knew that 41% of us have been paid under the table, apparently, at some point in our lives, which is illegal. And you know what? Taxes are important. I mean, all the services that we get to enjoy in this fine country that we live in are paid for by taxes. But right. sometimes they can be a little bit uh, aggressive and too much. So <laughs> some people decide to, you know, find other ways. And uh, anyway, the question this morning is, and again, we certainly would not, you know, keep your phone number for the government or anything like that, but... <laughs> Do you have any good getting under the pay, uh, getting paid under the table stories? Matt, you said you did a lot of work for people, and it was just like, you know. I did uh, f- for about a ye- well, it wasn't even a year. It was probably about <laughs> four or five months. I worked for a joint. Yeah, I won't say where. Yeah, but I made food. Yeah, and I got paid on the table. Yeah, the so di- I mean, I didn't work a ton. I was still pretty young, eight bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah, so. It averaged out to be several thousand dollars paid on the table. Yeah. Right. yeah they paid you with food, too, probably? Or? Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about you? Do you have any stories? I don't know. I'm just wondering. Maybe there's one. Jack says she's, you're a real follower. I am pretty much, but I was thinking about it a little bit more. I may not have claimed all of my bartending tips. Oh, you oh, may not have. <laughs> you you missed 50 cents around may there? may not. <laughs> I think we know the answer to that. What about you? You can text us at 103.939 or call us at 780-421-1039. Uh, paid under the uh, counter, uh, you know, uh, is there somebody that's made like hundreds of thousands of dollars by getting paid under the counter? They pro- I don't know. How do scalpers do it? What do you mean? Like, because they make profit off of the tickets they sell, right? And it's an illegal act. Yeah, put it in their pocket. Yeah, I don't think they're. <laughs> I don't think they're, <laughs> they're, they're, taxes. they're not going to an accountant and saying, "Well, <laughs> you know, here's the deal." Uh, anyway, we'd love to hear from you this morning. We'll have some fun with the subject, and we promise we won't tell anybody. Well, it's true. Kiss and Country, one hundred three point nine. This is the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
talking about the uh, two ready for a question question. 41% of people say they've done this illegal act and that would be getting paid under the counter for even the littlest thing or maybe the biggest thing. So we're asking, you know, what's the biggest thing maybe you think you've gotten away with or maybe you got caught? You asked um, Jack and I. Mm. You haven't told us about your under-the-table experiences, Chris. <laughs> well, let's move on from that. Um, let's read this text. Let's just <laughs> early in my radio career, yeah, I mean... Because it's long enough that you can't get audited from the CRA. Uh, yeah, I don't know tax laws exactly, but seven, I think seven years after seven years, I think. I don't know. I think that's poppycock. Yeah. I imagine they could probably come after you at any time. Probably. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> you must be his accountant. <laughs> oh, that's oh, funny. This texture says, my oldest brother worked under the table for almost 20 years to avoid child support. They eventually caught up to him and he had a 75% garnish wages. Take him. It took him 10 years to pay it back. That's what you get for being a deadbeat dad, says this texter. They caught him and that's a good thing for sure. Karma comes around, bud. How many years later? Yeah, I was going to say, that's 20 years. There you go. All right. That, I think that probably answers our question. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, yeah, while we were in uh, California, well, a couple of things were happening. First of all, um, uh, you know, quite a few hours north of Disneyland, there, these fires are unbelievable. Jack was going to talk more about Scary that coming stuff. up at seven. It's just, it's horrific, and there's so many people dying, which is, a, a, again, a reminder. And I know one person lost their life trying to get out of Fort McMurray at the time of the wildfires, but the fact that, you know, we didn't lose. A number of people in, in that situation was an absolute miracle, considering what they're going through in California now. Uh, but the also also what happened in uh, Los Angeles yesterday was uh, the creator of basically almost every famous superhero you know uh, passed away at an amazing ninety five years. Stan Lee, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, Marvel. Holy yeah. cow, man! He made a lot of superheroes. He really did. And so uh, we were going, well, what, what can we talk about? You know, kind of in in his honor, and uh, you know, certainly everybody's talking about the fact that he, after ninety five years of of his legacy, he is now gone. And Jack said, "Let's talk hottest superheroes." <laughs> Which I want to hear what Jack's hottest superhero is now. Honestly, yeah, it's yeah, that's Jack, where my mind goes. Typical Jack move. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> all right, male or female, your hottest superhero is. Well, I have a couple, mm. but I really like Superman just because. Not Marvel. I know, but I, just, I like his hair, and I like Clark Kent with the glasses. Yeah, so you like both looks. Yeah. All right. Yeah, both looks work. And I also like Peter from the Ghostbusters cartoon. <laughs> not Marvel again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt, we're not talking Marvel. Yeah. We're talking superheroes. Oh, Who's still, hottest? Still confusing, yeah. Pete, well, a long-time crush, Peter. Yeah. What about you? Thor. Yeah. Like, Thor's hot. That, yeah. would, that Like, surfer look? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about that. Mm, yeah. Hmm. I googled it, and uh, they say that Chris Ev- uh, Evans, uh, Captain America, they say is number one, and Thor's number two. And the guy that I would pick, number three, is Stephen Amell, and uh, he's Canadian, and he's from that Arrow show. And oh. fun fact, oh, that dude, fun is he from Kelowna? Well, fun fact, his father, and I'm not sure if he still works there, but he has worked there for years, works there for Lazy Boy in the West End. And really? His, his dad works there, but Stephen Amell, you've seen Stephen Amell, have you not? Yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> That's Quick a sidebar. great choice. Mm. The two guys on uh, this program mm-hmm. chose guys. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty oh, yeah. of female <laughs> superheroes out there, too. Yeah, I don't want to sound creepy, but... Jean Grey is really pretty. Yeah, she's a babe. What's she in? X-Men. Uh, she's an X-Men. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, redhead, tall. Yeah. yeah, I would say Wonder Woman from the movie. Like oh, recently, yeah. what's her? Well, Gal Gadot is. She's a wonderful looking human. Matt seems to know all their names. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I know what your uh, browser history looks like. All right, Gal Gadot pictures. <laughs> okay, that's ours. But we really want to know yours, uh, male or female, hottest superhero of all time. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You can also text us at one zero three nine three nine.
This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, Stan Lee, uh, the Marvel uh, comic book uh, creator of, of all of these different superheroes, uh, you know, we were saying, what should we talk about? Jack's like, let's talk about which one's the best looking. And, <laughs> and we're getting some it's texts. A thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's a fact, yes. Apparently, we got this text, Deadpool, 100%, or maybe it's just Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he's saucy in that. Yeah. Doesn't count. No. You can't. You can't. Why? Because... Like, technically, if you pick Deadpool, that's after his whole incident, and he does not look good. Okay, um. comic nerd. <laughs> no, I'm only, I'm just, gotta keep the rules straight You are here. fighting everyone on their choices. No, I, <laughs> guys like you and I should not argue with the fact that she's choosing the personality over the look, Matt. Obviously. Oh, she, let's get serious. Yeah. She wants Ryan Reynolds, not yeah. Deadpool. Okay, right. can you guys fight with this? Michelle Pfeiffer is Catwoman. Yeah, she's a babe. Yeah. Meow. <laughs> Nice. Probably not. 780-421-1039. Who is your favorite all-time sexiest superhero? Call now, and Matt will tell you why it's not. <laughs> Kissin' Country, 103.9. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Stan Lee, the Marvel uh, comic book creator, passed away at the age of 95, which is uh, awesome. Mm. Not that he passed away, but he lived 95 amazing, Incredible. amazing years. And we're celebrating that this morning by asking who is your uh, sexiest uh, uh, superhero. Here's an interesting one. I love Doctor Strange. He's got an awkwardness to him that makes him attractive. Hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. The guy's weird looking. He is yeah. so weird. Yeah. But he's also, I would say, attractive. Yeah, because he's strange. <laughs> This person says, Hercules, Kevin Sorbo. I think that's the actor, right? Uh That played Hercules in the show? From the TV show. Oh, yeah, that guy. Got it. All right, what about you, Kelly? So I'm kind of with Matt. One of my favorite has always been Thor. Mm -hmm. But mind you, since he got his hair cut, I'm I'm not so in love with him Okay, you love the long hair on Mm. Thor. All right. Understandable. Yes, yes. Now that I've seen Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Mm, Yeah, there's a lot of votes for Aquaman. That dude is... A man rocket. Yeah. <laughs> a no tall drink kidding. of water, perhaps? <laughs> oh, man. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about Stan Lee, the comic creator who actually uh, uh, passed away yesterday at the age mm-hmm. of 95. Think about him. Mm. Like, that dude came up with the stories, the powers, the, the yeah. villains for yeah. all these these um, Marvel superheroes. He said the it's one he nuts. was most proud of was Spider-Man. And think about it. Spider-Man, like, can you imagine, like, the world without Spider-Man? I can't imagine the world without Spider-Man. And apparently he wasn't supposed to be as successful as he was. I yeah. read in an article that he had just put him in a in a comic that was going to not be anything. Right. And people just started to love him. Yeah, like, I mean, I grew up on the original Spider-Man cartoon, and I love when Spider-Man would go down, I, I think it was New York or whatever city he was in. What, what city was Spider-Man in? New York. But it would just... I know all, exactly it would, what the scene. It's the same... It just, <laughs> You'd always just be going by the same stretch of buildings. Yes, Matt. You you want to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I got this for you, buddy. Yeah. Remember the old tune? Oh, do I? Mysterio and all of these different things. Exactly. So, an amazing man. So, we said, how should we talk about this? There'd be so many different ways. Jack's like, well, let's talk about the sexiest superheroes. Yeah. To me, it was sexiest or best outfits. You know, the real important stuff. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got this text. So, what about Elastigirl? Oh, yes. I saw lots of that in Disneyland. This is incredible. Yeah. Our, oh, our, our buddy Lowell is on the line right now. He was calling about the fact that traffic is backed up for miles trying to get out of the city this morning on uh, the QE2 and the Calgary Trail South because of an accident there. And we'll get an update from Stacy coming up. But what about your sexiest, uh, 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 I guess, uh, superhero? Oh, uh, what's her name? Uh, 
Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. Good choice. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. I don't know. How much? Uh, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm a I'm a big fan of Wonder Woman, Wonder Bread. You know, it's like Wonder Bread is good. <laughs> <laughs> you can roll I have so many more to say. <laughs> you can roll it up into a ball and it'll turn back into dough. Yeah. It's like a superhero. <laughs> you put butter on it. It's like a new costume. There's nothing it can't do. <laughs> Toast it. Taste this is good. Jeez, I wonder why I can't keep my pants up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you're talking about bread still. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, tomorrow, uh, speaking of uh, playing and winning, the Calgary Olympic bid is going to be held. Uh, the vote, that is, for the plebiscite. So they're going to mm-hmm. let everybody in Calgary vote on this thing. And uh, they said city council still got the last word on it. But I would assume that they would probably take the... Uh, Technically, the IOC has the last word. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just because they decide no, they want it. Yeah, this is to go ahead with the sure, bid, though. Sure, But there's a very good chance that they're going to get it if they get it. That would be 2026. It's kind of like, you guys know I love analogies. So we're here in Edmonton. This is a Calgary Olympics. They have made it very clear clear that there's not going to be much Edmonton involvement. At first, there were rumors, maybe, maybe we get a couple of hockey games, maybe, share it. maybe we get some curling, maybe we get a little bit of this, maybe we get a little bit of that, but it sounds like now they're going to kind of hog it all um, oh. if they get it. My analogy is that uh, Calgary is like a brother or sister to us. I mean, we compete with them all the time, but you know, at the end of the day, they're family. And uh, do you want your brother or sister to get something that you don't get? And you're like, well, you know, maybe, maybe if 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 I can enjoy it somehow, like if yeah, they, if they we bec- can play with it too. They become famous, then maybe I can like you know hang hang on to my brother or sister. I don't know. I'm just wondering how you feel. Matt thinks this is a bad idea. He thinks that those would be bad. Because it's, it's like your brother getting chicken pox. You think? You don't want it. You don't want it? <laughs> well, I, like, as an Edmontonian, if Calgary gets it, yeah. that's fine. As long as it doesn't cost me any more money. Yeah. Because these things are expensive. And in the long term, yeah. they can be a, a detriment more than a gain. But I know what Calgary wants to do with this, right? They want to build that arena. They want to get that kick-started. And this will this whole thing will do it. And I hate to say it, but they need an arena. They need a, a new <laughs> stadium because the things that they got are not nearly as good as ours, which is kind of fun in a way. But yeah. still, but at the end of the day, Matt, in eight years, you maybe potentially could be taking your son down to the Olympics in Calgary. Yeah, like, be think awesome. About, think about that, right? So that part is really cool. But you're right. I, we spend so much money. Uh, wasting money, and I am concerned. That, it's not like me to be practical. No, that's right. I, I didn't <laughs> oh, yeah, think, I true. never thought you cared about the taxpayers' dollars until this. So this is interesting. This is a good step for you. You're like, spend it, spend it. Well, these publicly funded arenas really grind my gears. Yeah. So yeah. I know that they would build one and the people would pay. Yeah, it's true. All right, and Jack, you're just like... I'm all for it. Yeah? I think in the end, it all just works out <laughs> anyways. Been in Vancouver. <laughs> they figure it out. I've never had more Canadian pride than when I was down in Vancouver for yeah. that entire month yeah. of February in 2010 for the Olympics. It yeah. was incredible. And to have the opportunity to experience that within another decade, yeah. that's amazing. Right. right. I, I bet you if, if I had a chance to experience the Olympics like you did, Jack, I'd probably... It might change your mind. I, I 100% yeah. I think it would. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. No, I, in 88 when they had the Olympics, I right. went down with my grandfather. We watched a hockey game there. And, uh, you know, again, I didn't have kids at the time, but just the thought of being able to take your family down or just get a little bit of it. Yeah, it stinks that, our, you know, they would get it and we wouldn't. But I think at the end of the day, you're you're right. But then the money. What do you think? Do you hope Calgary gets it? Do you, do you hope Calgary votes for it? Uh, what seven, would you vote today in the plebiscite? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. As an Edmontonian, what would you vote for Calgary? Do you, you know, Jack says yes. yeah, Matt says no. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, ah, 
you know. Weird, two against one again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the weird part is? You're thinking practically. That's the weird part. <laughs> That's we're, true. we're thinking like we're dreaming. Pie in the As, sky. I, you know, like it's probably going to cost all of Canada a little bit of dough because oh, they're, they're going to want the federal government to chip in. Hundred percent, hundred percent, exactly. So, I can't I mean, wait to wear. Olympic sweaters again? Yeah. You still can. <laughs> it's just because so it's not Calgary doesn't she mean still you still got can. her roots gloves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Everybody in Calgary is voting whether they should move on and uh, try to get the Olympics for 2026. We're asking, what would you do? What would you vote from an Edmontonian perspective? A Kathy texts in and says, I witnessed firsthand Eddie the Eagles races. That was the only event I was able to attend at the 1988 Olympics, and he was awful. The crowd gave him a hard time on his very first run because he barely made it past the end of the ski jump and was dead last. The announcer gave everyone a bit of a talking to, and in the next round, the last place person went first, which means... Eddie the Eagle got to go up first. Well, the announcer stated that he was in first place in the round after his run. His placement <laughs> continued to dive throughout the next round, but the crowd embraced him. That was so much fun. And then for him to become so popular in Calgary was equally as fun to watch and unfold. I sure hope they get the Olympics once again, and I am still an Eddie the Eagle fan. I'm swayed. Yeah. Let's spend billions <laughs> so we can get another Eddie the Eagle. And they can make a movie. I saw the movie. It was actually. Yes, you did. It was, actually, it was pretty adorable. It was pretty good. Matt looks a little bit like Eddie the Eagle. Yeah. In a, uh, Matt the Eagle. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. All right, there it There's is. There's your chance, Matt. <laughs> Would yes. you vote as an Edmontonian for Calgary to get the Olympics? 780-421-1039. Here's Keith Urban. This is Kissing Country. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But we're asking, as an Edmontonian looking down at Calgary, not that we look down at Calgary, but you know what <laughs> I mean, do. <laughs> uh, looking down at Calgary, uh, what would you vote or what is your thought? One on each side here. This person says, unfortunately, I would vote yes, because it would be a great economic boost for Calgary, thus helping Alberta. Mm. But Mel chimes in and says, I say no. If they want it, they can pay for it. As a single parent who works full-time, attends school, and was turned down for government grants, I can't afford to help the province fund any more pipe dreams. There you go, until we get a pipeline. Right. Uh, uh, Sherry, what do you think? I actually worked for them as a student in uh, at the 88 Olympics. Right. And, uh, best, best experience of my life. And I have to say, the growth in the sports community, I worked for cross-country skiing, and to see so many of the volunteers go and get their accreditation to become, you know, judges and court right. people and all that kind of stuff, really, really grew the sport. Right. And hmm. there was a lot of benefits at the university, so I think sometimes we just think of all the monetary things, but it was an incredible ex- experience, and I have to say, four years of university, that was the best year ever. Sherry, this is the kind of stuff we want to hear from, how, like, despite the money, the benefits are real. The next year, we were able to do all these Olympic sports as part of our physical education degree. Mm-hmm. It was incredible, and I saw some of my, you know, fellow students go on and sure. compete nationally and internationally because of the opportunities of the Olympic speed skating arena and the bobsled, all of those. Well, yeah, well, you know, I was 17 when it happened and I went down and experienced it. And you're right. I mean, I, I became a world-class athlete after that. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> My skeleton dream lives. <laughs> oh, I'm the opposite of a skeleton. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Will we go down to Calgary if they get the Olympics in 2026? There's a lot of things that still have to happen, but they have a big vote in their city tonight where, uh, if, you know, everybody's going to vote yay or nay to move ahead with the bid. There's uh, both sides. There's a, yeah, this would be an awesome thing for the city. And the other side is it's going to cost a whole bunch of money. So we're just asking this morning if you, from an Edmonton perspective, uh, had a vote, what would you say? This is a great perspective here. The facilities that were built for the last Olympics are still used to this day. Ever wonder why they built the Saddle Dome in the first place? For a city like Calgary, who has staked a claim as Canada's Winter Olympics training ground, it makes sense. I see the arguments for not having third world countries host as their infrastructure will go to waste. Mm -hmm. But Calgary will utilize all the upgrades for years and decades to come. What else will they have when else will they have the chance to get approved for such a large investment in community infrastructure have to take the opportunity when it's here there you go well said yeah it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody uses it. Like That's the kind of community infrastructure that not everybody's going to use. It, ev- it helps your community. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. Because not everybody uses everything, but that doesn't mean Sh- you're right. I, you're 100% right. Because we only pay taxes on what we used. You know, it would be I want to get sick just so I can use my health care a little bit more. Do you? I, you do do that. <laughs> <laughs> just had a baby, Matt. Yeah, I guess so. That's fair. How did that? Where was that baby born? Uh, in the back alley. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I like this. Plus, everyone's worried about the money. You realize the government's going to spend the money no matter what, so let's get them to spend ah, it on something we want. That's true. The yeah. government only has so much money before it turns into a deficit. Add 13 <laughs> more billion on there. And that stops them, yeah. Oh, we're deep enough anyways. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Big vote in Calgary tonight. Uh, they're voting on whether they should move forward with their bid for the 2026 Olympics, the Winter Olympics, of course. And we're asking uh, from Edmontonian perspective, uh, you know, how would you vote? This person says, really, if they're going to get it, they're going to get it. And somehow we're going to need to be proud. So we might as well start being <laughs> proud now for Alberta and not just of Calgary. <laughs> All right. Suck it up and just accept just it. Go huh? for I'll it. just humbug in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, you know, somebody talked about, uh, you know, blowing the billions of dollars again, uh, you know, as an Albertan, we should probably all get to vote on that. Ah, uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm- Craig texted and says, absolutely no, no, no. This is all in caps. We can find a much better way to blow billions on Calgary. Yeah. As Albertans, why don't we get to vote on whether or not to spend $750 million of taxpayer money just so Calgary can get a few new venues? There you go. Not trying to justify it at all, but you know, like I, I maybe I shouldn't throw it out because it sounds maybe I'm not 100 percent right, but like that interchange by South Edmonton Common, you know that one? I think it costs like a billion and a half or something. Like just the to, 23rd Avenue, just to build that. I think really? so. Honestly, everything costs so darn much money. But anyway, maybe we could use that as a lose track instead, and they could have the Olympics here. The new LRT system. Yeah. (laughs) Some sort of Olympic event. (laughs) Train waiting. Some feel like that every day. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, um, we spent the weekend together. You know what? And that's awesome. I mean, we 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 we're a work family, and then we get a chance to have these like these family uh, outings, like we did this weekend. Mm-hmm. And and I think things went really really well. But fantastic. Matt, but Matt, um, I was the only one there solo. Right. Right. So right. My my kid Bo. Yeah. Is, he's now a month old. He's too young to travel. Right. He's got to stay with mom. Mom couldn't travel either. Right. So 
I was basically a barnacle on the SS sheets. Yeah. <laughs> so I spent a lot of time with your family, Chris. Yes, which was awesome, and we mm-hmm. we really enjoyed it. But you you said at the airport yesterday, um, you said that's it. You know, you I'm t- fed up with something. You took till you couldn't take any more, so you'd like to air a grievance, and you think if you do it publicly, it'll make you feel better about it. Yeah, maybe it'll give you a little perspective too. All right, thank uh, you. My grievance, my intervention, mm-hmm. is Chris has got to stop telling. <laughs> everybody and their dog about his dog yes <laughs> oh like i i we oh, all man, about it's place fresh. it's Come so on. fresh that's the thing we literally uh, we got off the plane in la yeah. we drove there we yeah. talked about his dog for a good 35 40 is that true <laughs> oh yeah for uh, sure okay. we talked dogs all right alex our promotions coordinator who went with us we talked dogs and i was like okay that's fine no problem yeah. we get to the hotel we check in we talked to the wonderful disney staff there yeah laura and her team yeah I Chris starts like <laughs> like hey I remember you from last time oh did you hear my dog died <laughs> I'm like all right Ooh. I need a little break and so I walk away I get I get a glass of water I come back and then he's, he's into his thirty forty minutes of telling Lacey stories but and here's the thing I I just was gonna just kind of mention says how are you doing right now so when somebody asks you how you're doing I'll usually tell them sure Laura had just lost lost her dog too so that's why then we spend a half an hour talking about the situation but anyway we happen to run into Goofy and Pluto <laughs> yeah. Guess what? <laughs> He's chasing him down. <laughs> there it is. And then, oh, we get in the LAX flying home here's, last night. Yeah, here's the cherry. This the is top. where I reach my breaking point. <laughs> Matt's snapping a little bit. <laughs> First off, we're sitting all by ourselves, and Chris is just like, I'm going to sell my house. I can't live in that house. There's no dog. It's built for a dog. I'm selling my house. I'm like, this might be a slight overreaction, Chris. And then the guy beside us, uh, he was just a guy traveling solo. Yeah, I don't know where he was going. going. To Red Deer. He's going to Calgary. He was on mm-hmm. the Calgary flight. Okay, there you go. And then all of a sudden, he's talking about his dead dog with Chris. And Chris is like, you know, guys just don't get over their dogs. And he says, they- I never will. And he ran his dog over. <laughs> 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 and we just about got up and hugged. Like, just did we not just about get up and hugged? You made a friend for life. You just didn't realize it. Exactly. We're sitting by the uh, the pet section where you can take your service dogs for a pee too. So, like that was getting flashbacks going. I want you to mourn Lacey. She is a wonderful dog. Yes, but <laughs> that's not what you're saying here. <laughs> you just like give the man a week. No, like <laughs> uh, t- t- for us people in your life, Chris. Let's talk about it. It's just like the guy serving you the turkey leg in Disneyland doesn't need to hear about it. <laughs> That's my only concern. I feel like this is an intervention. I and and it's needed. And I am selling my house. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, Matt was talking about airing grievances about uh, me and uh, you know on our trip, just kind of observing that I was just I, I just wasn't shaking off our, our dog passing away. And in Matt's defense. I am dramatic. My wife will say I'm dramatic. And can you imagine if everybody on the planet was like me? Like everybody in the Disneyland lines would know exactly what was going wrong in everybody's <laughs> life. Like, I'm a ser- hey, it might be a therapy I'm session. I'm a serious oversharer. So, you know, in Matt's defense, there, you know, there is a point where, you know, it could be, be a little bit too much. It's probably not healthy for you or the people around you. No, so. hey, you do what you got to do. Yeah. All right. All right. Just pick the strangers you choose to tell. <laughs> I could tell Matt was having enough at like six o'clock or six thirty at night on when was it Sunday when he was like bye guys. (laughs) There wasn't the dog. My my dogs were barking my feet, so I had to go. All right. Anyway, here's the thing. Okay, Stan Lee passes away at the age of ninety five, and. 
superheroes. He created so many of them in the comic books. And Matt's got a whole bunch of them here, and he's going to play a game with me. Can I name their powers just by their names? Oh, give us an example. Okay, anarchist. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you have to like shot you the dark. You can make up something. Anarchist. So like he's like like the sons of anarchy. Is he part of yeah. that thing? Or no. Is he a biker? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. He's Canadian. Okay. He has acid sweat that he ends up shooting at people. Ooh. Whoa. Pretty Potential cool. for you. I might have that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bit of an anarchist yourself. Oh, all right. All right. Daredevil. This is a famous one. Like he's got a show on Netflix. Okay. Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Wh- what's his deal? Okay. Like he went like right over the Grand Canyon with his bike. Right. Like in the 1970s. No. <laughs> okay. That was evil. Evil. He started out blind. And then he uh, got into some radioactive material when he was very young, heightened his senses so he can kind of see this like sixth sense, and he's a martial artist. Gotcha! But what makes him a daredevil? I'm so confused. So the name doesn't really have anything to do with well, it. Well, because he like jumps from rooftop to rooftop okay. in New York. Is he he's buddies with Spider-Man. Okay. Oh, All right. now you tell us. Okay, okay, this guy's evil, if you couldn't tell by the name. Evil Hawk. Evil Hawk? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he's obviously a bird. He can fly, obviously. Can, yes. He can fly? Yeah. Okay. What else? Evil? And he's got really good <laughs> eyesight. No. Well, no. it has enhanced powers, it says. So I'll take that as a yes. You will? Okay. But he's an android bodysuit powered by a space amulet. And he has a, <laughs> a claw grappling hook. A what? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay, you'll get this one. Magneto. Very oh, famous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's got, like, super magnets in him, right? Like, he can just suck everything towards him. Like, like, uh, like those magnets at the trash compactors for the cars. I'll give it to you. Yeah? Nice. He can control magnetic fields. Okay. And can control metal. Okay. All right. This guy was in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Okay. Taser face. <laughs> taser face? Yeah. So he uses his face as a taser? No. It's not that simple? Uh, named one of the dumbest supervillains, or villains, not even super, okay. by uh, Marvel. He's a cyborg. He's got lots of weapons and a resistance to energy. But he died in that movie, so spoiler alert. And your last one. Yeah. This guy fights Hulk all the time. His name is Zax. Okay. Yeah. 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 Zax. Think about think about the size of Hulk. Think about Zax. Okay. So he's a real big guy. He's a big dude. Yeah. And he's full. He's not of, really a dude per se. He's just. What? <laughs> you'll know when I get to it. <laughs> Jack, could you help me with this one? I don't. Zax is a <laughs> giant animal. No. (laughs) He's pure electricity. Oh. And he can shoot it and control it and stuff like that. Why don't they name him Zap then? (laughs) Because that's too obvious. (laughs) I'm sure there's a Zap out there. Okay. Wow. These are pretty They're good. Anyway, thank you. Read more comics, Chris. Yeah. 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 You've really encouraged me to. (laughs) It'll help you get over your dog. Oh. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Jack, and how life changes when you've got a little person and you're traveling with a little person mm-hmm. and you've got a stroller and you've got bathroom breaks and you've got all that kind of stuff. It does complicate the traveling situation. By the time you get off your airplane, you feel like you actually were literally flying that airplane, don't you? I I was so exhausted flying with Kennedy and I had, people had told me before, you don't go on vacations anymore. You just go on trips. Yes. <laughs> like you're just, you were working 24 yeah. seven. I felt like the secret service agent that took the bullet for the president. I yeah. sat next to him. Yeah. 
And I gotta say, Jack, your husband, you both did a fantastic job managing that child. Yeah. Thank you you did what you had to do. You you were very helpful. Matt, thank goodness for him. He helped me carry my bags. There's just, there's not enough arms. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. impossible, right? So but anyway, we, we got on the plane. Don't get me wrong, it was all it was all good. But you know, you just it, when you add those kind of complications, things get a little more difficult at getting on the plane. And it's more difficult now than it's ever been. I mean, sometimes security lineups right. are long, sometimes if there's a big problem in and traffic like there mm-hmm. was this morning heading out. I mean, there's people that missed their airplanes this morning because of the accident that happened on the QE2 yeah. on the way out there. Guaranteed. So our question this morning is, how'd you miss your flight? Have you ever missed a flight? There's no way you haven't missed a flight, Chris. We missed a flight. Yeah. We missed it uh, on our honeymoon coming home from Orlando, actually. We missed it. Um, One more ride, Karen. One more ride. <laughs> That's it what had, I was thinking, It too. had nothing to do with Disney World. But I remember we were supposed to, like, we we, we, we got a call. At that time, we, there was no cell phones or anything like that. We just, we called and you got the wake-up call, right? Oh, from yeah. the hotel. And I'll never forget this for as long as I live because our wake-up call was supposed to be at, like, five in the morning. And uh, I remember kind of rolling over in bed and there was like light coming through the curtains. And there's not light coming through the curtains at five in the morning in Orlando at that time of year. And I look at the clock and it's 7.30 in the morning and we were supposed to get up at five and they did not give us a wake up call. And we we rallied as quick as we could. We're not exactly the fastest movers on the planet when it comes to getting out of a hotel room. We got our stuff out. We raced to the airport just in time to find out we were not going to get on our plane. Oh. So we had, oh. we came back to the hotel. They gave us the room for the rest of the day because they did admit it was their problem. And we stayed in the hotel for six or seven extra hours and then caught the next flight later that night. Did but you have to go to the park again? Heart attack city. No, we didn't. We just went back to the, the room, and but it was like heart attack city anyway. When it just, when that happened, it was just like, oh no, we missed our flight, and you don't know when you... And I had to come back and be on the radio at midnight and blah, 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 blah. But, but anyway. Ooh. Yeah, did you ever miss a flight, Jack? You know what? Surprisingly, no. Hmm. But... I know this will come as no shock to you guys. Bob and I cut it close all the time. <laughs> we are the passengers that they call. <laughs> the X factor in that is Bob. Because yeah. Jack would never miss a flight. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Sometimes he doesn't. He's like, oh, it's you. Well, and then, like Karen, your wife, Chris, she says, Chris just likes to get his heart pumping. He doesn't like it's leaving true. early. He likes a little nervous energy when he goes flying. Yeah. I'm like, it's, What's wrong? It's a lot more fun looking at the clock while you're in the lineup for security, right? Oh, the uh. worst. And Matt, we know you've never missed <laughs> I'll a never, ever. Unless no. it's like yeah. an act of God. <laughs> I'm not missing that flight. Yeah, exactly. What about you? How'd you miss your flight? And how important was it? Was it like a real important seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine or text us at 103939? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Do you ever notice, and I noticed this when we were heading to Disneyland, actually, that uh, you either have way too much time or you don't have enough when yes. you're trying to get there? I mean, I know Matt always has way too much time, but it's like, anyway, you have to have way too much time because days like today happen with traffic and all of a sudden you're delayed an hour and then security's busy and you don't get on your flight. How did you miss your flight? Oh, this story will make any parent cringe, guaranteed. It says, flying back to Edmonton from Vancouver Island in the summer, I was going through Vancouver and misread my flight information. I thought my flight left at 1.30, but it actually landed in Vancouver at 1.30. So I was flying with a two-year-old and a newborn, and by the time I got to the airport, I'd missed the cutoff. So the next flight wasn't for about seven hours, Mm. which would have got me back around midnight with two small kids. It was so stressful. Yeah. 
Dude. What the heck do you do in an airport for seven hours with two kids? A newborn, too. And yeah. oh, my goodness. Remember my buddy Brian, who uh, told the story about they missed a flight to Watuco, but they missed it by a complete day. He, oh, they, no. they were leaving on the Tuesday, and he thought the Wednesday. <laughs> oh, that's so disappointing. That's a real mess. Oh, yeah. Somebody had that same thing. They said midnight flights. They're so confusing. Uh, yes. Yes. Yes, it's true. It's like, is it today? Is it tomorrow? And then you, well, you got a 50 50 shot, I guess. Uh, here's Turk Bentley. <laughs> How'd you miss your flight? We'd love to hear from you this morning. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. There's Kane Brown and lose it. You know how you can lose it uh, when you miss an airplane. And we're asking Oof. that question this morning. How'd you miss your flight? A Sam text in and says, missed a flight to Mexico by two and a half minutes because my uncle wanted a Timmy's coffee. Oh, man. I Who bet, was driving? I bet he regretted that, huh? Oh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? There's lots of people saying uh, the kids, they lost, a, they <laughs> missed a flight because of kids. But this person took 30 junior high students to Europe on a school trip and we landed in Germany. There was a strike. So we were stuck in the Frankfurt airport for 11 hours, and it was insane. We asked how they dealt with it. They said much better than adults. They just chilled in the airport, and they even have pictures of 30 students sleeping on the floor in one of the gate areas. We should have talked about this, Matt, before I, I turned the mics on, but did you want to like share that story about your father? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were going to... I told the story before. Yeah. They were going into the Dominican Republic, my mom and my dad. Yeah. So I drive them there, and I say Goodbye. And then I'm about five minutes away from the airport, and I get a call from my dad. Yeah. And he sounds uh, perturbed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, Matt, I can't find my license. Didn't need a passport to travel back then. Yeah. So I'm like, what? What do you mean? You can't don't have your license. Like, yeah, I have every piece of ID out on the desk, (laughs) and they won't let me go without photo issued government ID. Yeah. Sears, Sears credit card didn't work. I stop. I search the truck. Nothing. Go home, look, nothing. He phoned a buddy, came to the house, looked with me, nothing. Yeah. And then eventually it was too late. <gasps> and so we haven't got to my mom in this story. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take for your mom to start talking to your dad again? Oh, man. I Months. <laughs> did she go on the trip? No. She didn't go either? Were you supposed to go solo? I, I went. <laughs> it was, it was the worst because I worked at the same place as my dad at that time. Yeah. And he was so embarrassed, rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. Like, I went to work and everybody was like, he's like, just don't tell the guys at work that I didn't make the flight. So I had to pretend that he got on the flight. He's like, hey, Maddie, your dad gone? I'm so, like, yeah, he's gone a little bit ago. So, <laughs> so he had to spend the week at home alone with your mother? No, he went to work the next day. Oh, After okay. spending one day. Oh. <laughs> he, he'd rather face the, face the wrath at work than, than at home. Oh, wow. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.